Greetings, Matt comrades. It is your humble DM, Mike Gergoni here, to let you know that we here at Material Components are now part of the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. Punch-Up is proud to present such podcasts as Panel Up, The Action Shelf, and The Very Podcast you're listening to right now. And of course, the best way to support all of these shows is by going to patron.podbean.com slash punchup and becoming a patron today. When you do, you'll get access to all sorts of bonus content, including a brand new one-shot from the folks here at Material Components, in which our heroes attempt to solve a murder in the urban fantasy streets beyond the veil. If you ever wanted to hear Michael Lisman playing as Detective Sasquatch, now's your chance. Once again, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup. Thanks for all the support, and now, let's get you into this week's episode. Material Components, Season 2, Episode 64, Brotogantu Downtime. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. Brought to you by the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Oh, heck You're yeah. welcome. Cheers. Uh, hey, everybody. I am Olivia, and I will be playing Florian of Aklar. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Shay. I am Michael, and I'm playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before I begin today's session, I'd like to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Elliot, do you remember what happened last time? I do, indeed, Mike. Uh, so, after pulling off our incredibly... Uh, great heist that did not go wrong in any way shape or form we uh are back on our ship the tiresian and uh with all the emergency services being scrambled um there was also a military presence that was you know part of that Mm um and so we kind of had an option We, we was like on the cusp of like not being able to do anything about leaving. So we could either try to go skyward or go down into uh, the sea, which is the option we took. And luckily we didn't explode or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, to avoid detection, because it is it is admittedly very hard to uh, detect uh, etheric signatures of specific things in the ocean there is some interference there um because everything is uh, magical it's hard to pick up on the specific yeah exactly um so while we're down there um i uh was working with uh kala a little bit and mira a little bit um on the freaking uh fast and furious rig that we hijacked (laughs) Um, to golden, get the Forbian Comet? Yes. Oh, yeah. The Golden Comet. Still a dumb name. Um, to get the Formian generator out, which is the whole idea behind the thing. Um, and, oh, Mira 
she uh, made it so that this rig doesn't exist anymore. So we could sell it for parts, uh, make back some of the capital we lost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, by the end of the episode, uh, I was able to, uh, with some help, get the Formian generator hooked up to the Tiresian. Um, we're going to need... It's going to need its own gamer rig um, to kind of like keep it cool and elevated, but we'll worry about that later. Um, so that was what Shay did. Um, Florian was uh, monitoring uh, communications um, to kind of keep track of what the response was generally. And if like, you know, once we were out of range of anything, like, eventually to leave um but also happened to notice oswald um creeping around and not like in the usual way that he does um so was able to kind of like jostle him a little bit because he was walking funny and acting funny um so there's uh florian will remember this something going on with oswald i believe i described it as it looked like somebody walking around in an oswald suit Yes. Hate that. Speaking of Oswald Octavian Theophilus III, um, he uh, tried to upload some things to the archive um, successfully this time, but unfortunately it seems that with that upload and maybe prior upload successful uploads, something else uh, popped in to his body and uh would take a look around at stuff and uh it's a little concerning Mm -hmm. so don't know what he's gonna do about that um yeah uh and amari uh aside from piloting the tiresian uh got some messages from the leon um apparently matriarch that we uh had met playing queen's court at Mm -hmm. the five flames talihania um to resolve oswald's gambit (laughs) from the hotel uh she wants amari to meet her on um a planet called uh near end don't know if we're gonna do that it seems like he's on the fence uh he also had some very heartfelt and emotionally engaging uh messages with his wife not taken aback <laughs> that's how we're describing that yep <laughs> some pretty heavy embellishment going on hey, there we don't we don't know we don't know how Leon it's super ethnocentric right yeah now. like the in interpersonal communication could be as awkward and stilted as Amari's was and still be considered heartfelt. We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, Weirdly similar yeah. to uh, Hobgoblins. And, uh, yeah, mm, it's so odd how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting oddly warm in here for recording <laughs> in separate places. Weird. <laughs> I feel personally attacked by <laughs> how strange um, mm-hmm. how not odd. personally attacking uh, that's not strange at all yeah but you feeling any way about it is odd uh, 
but that was uh that was our episode uh it did end on a bit of a, a freaky a freaky note um but not with any of us this was millions of light years away or something um and i'm sure that that's never gonna come back to bite us in the butt when have i ever dramatically ended an episode with a cut scene and has it ever come back to bite anybody in the butts ever i can't yeah, think of I a one remember. time no. except for literally every time i've mentioned phineas finebrook but other than that um, other than yeah, that yeah yeah but yeah. this isn't a phineas finebrook situation no we know that for yeah. sure yeah we you know that for sure absolutely 100 yeah. percent. just it's mm-hmm. just someone who wants access to an archive and is getting doing what whatever it takes to get it. It's yeah, fine. well, look, there are <laughs> mysteries to be solved. That is for sure. And that is part of why we are here, of course, because as the Tiresian has now made it out into space away from the planet of Seawell, you now have a decision in front of you about where you're headed next obviously getting out of this system fairly immediately is the direct course of action but exactly where you're headed the tyrese can't make huge jumps so you've got basically the decision right now is populated or unpopulated system in your local vicinity and seeing as um. mari is at the helm he has final arbitration <laughs> where that's concerned for your first jump out and away from seawell true um, I guess over like comms, uh, Amari's just gonna be like, "Anyone got any choices? Where to go first, or we just heading out?" Nope. Okay. Uh, I mean, I again, like I said, uh, this Formian generator isn't gonna melt through the hole anytime soon, but it would be good to get something set up for it. Um. So I vote for populated area. Okay. Radio silence from Oswald. Thank you for your input, Oswald. Always appreciated. I hey, have Florian, no reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is normal. Anytime we ask where, where do you want to go for dinner? Where do you want to go for dinner? And Shay's like, oh, I would love to go get this. And the other two just never say anything. <laughs> The intercom is mostly for Amari and Shay to communicate. Oh god, Florian is me. Can't make a decision on where to eat dinner or where to go next. Um, So, okay. Uh, Some sort of, I I don't know if highly populated uh, system or at least, you know, not Akalar level of population. Maybe something a little bit more than that. So you're looking for some kind of, like, mid-range outpost kind of a world. Okay. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. There is something in that range within close proximity, what would be called an outer kingdom. These are independent planets that kind of govern themselves, aren't a part of a bigger body, and kind of just stick to themselves so long as none of the bigger governments try to get involved. So the closest one on your horizons would be a small what's called an ag world it's a world that's primarily devoted to agriculture called uh brodo gantu brodo gantu b r o d o g a n t u cool planet love it um now Niren, um would that be like on the way towards that 
at all? Nearend would be several jumps away from where your okay. currently current position is. Uh, you are in the southern reach currently, which the galaxy is kind of divided into four big reaches. The southern reach is the least populated of the, the bunch, but it still has some big landmarks, including the ogre homeworld of Gabor, which you are relatively close to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nirind is a little bit more towards the eastern reach, kind of moving uh, counterclockwise and the galactic circumference. Okay. Do we know which way we're meant to be headed to get to the Arch Proctor? Nope. Okay. What, I, I feel like there was something mentioned about Gabor at some point. Yes, that was but for I, me. Uh, okay. That was uh, a lawyer hired from a, a, law, a law firm hired from Gabor. One of the best okay. in Dragon's Wake was from Gabor. Yeah, okay. that is also the yeah. last place the Storms Repose <laughs> was headed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Groovy. Um, in that case, I will, I will set, set course for, uh, the fun name planet that you just mentioned. Brotogon, Brotogon to get it. Yeah. yeah. Got one and one. done. Let's go. It's going to be a good session. Y'all. <laughs> oh my God. Is this the first time in any tabletop RPG podcast that the DM has said something and then the player said it immediately correctly right after? We may be uh, blazing yeah. a new trail here, people. Oh, wow. <laughs> we didn't even turn it into like a sex pun or something. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the planet yet. We'll find out. I guess out. that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the, what are they farming? It is a, the, the ripe dildo fruit of Protogontu. <laughs> call it an eggplant, Mike. <laughs> that's what you call it. You're being very ethnocentric right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting it in, into the context for which our, our uh, non What are you putting the dildo method. plant into? What are you Nothing. putting the dildo context, plant into? Context. Anyways, we're flying. Your mouth. We're not flying. We're not flying. We're <laughs> oh, straight. right. Of course. <laughs> Once it's properly prepared, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, okay, you head off in that direction. You have to and season it like a walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's best served with ranch. Um, uh, stop. <laughs> done. Hey, listen, I hate this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I pra- I'm I not practiced, here for this. Yeah. I practice on the Protogontu uh, <laughs> eggplants all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the new podcast uh, platform. So They've already kicked us off. Wow. <laughs> Florian oh. ejects himself from the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that this was how it was going to end. It's true. Uh, All right. So you prepare for warp. Shay, uh, do you sequester yourself away as per usual? Are you trying to weather the storm? Yep. Okay. No. I was I was actually thinking about like oh man I got clocked as a wizard should I like try to you know do what I was doing before like you know outside of game before we started um but I don't think you can put that cat back in the box it's difficult to be sure yeah as you are in that 3 minute space in which the outside windows have been shuttered the Sensor array is down and you are shifting through that green nightmare called the void. You are feeling pretty good 
all things considered, considering you got away, as far as you can tell, scot-free from Seawell with a douchebag ship completely stolen and the part that you needed from it now properly equipped to your ship, albeit in a kind of ad hoc fashion, but we're doing what we can. Improvise. Yeah. That's what we're all about. But as you are moving through the void, I need anyone who has the Aether Leech trait to roll me a d12. Okay. 75% of us. Huh, yeah, weird how that worked out. It's weird, because now it's a downtime session. I, I, I think I've taken the... Aether leech. <laughs> no, I would never. I would never infringe on on y'all's. Uh, uh, and also, there is not enough room in this pod for all of us. <laughs> I I do like that all of us uh, were like, oh, this is such a useful trait. We we it doesn't make sense why you wouldn't take it. And Mike was like, I will punish you for this. <laughs> <laughs> While there are not That's... like like character sheet ramifications, there are narrative ramifications. The ability to drain Aether from a thing does not come unbidden to a character. Mm. Four for Uh, Oswald. Game testing. Baby. Oswald got a four. What did Florian got? Twelve. Oh. Seven. Spicy. Interesting. Florian gets a pony. He just has one when we come out of <laughs> oh, now God. a plant. Florian, where are you on the Tiresian? I that's so good. I already had that on in, in mind. Um uh, Florian is going to start like looking through the Golden Comet. Um I I know that Mira mentioned this only to Shay, that there were like hidden compartments, but also this is an arms dealer's ship. Florian has dealt with criminal folks and folks who are trying to smuggle shit. I think the assumption that this ship might have shady shit on it is one that he would think of. And also, we we can also retcon that like, while you were helping me move the Formian generator, I mentioned it too. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, but that's that's what Florian is kind of immediately going to start doing next. Okay. So you're still there while the warp is happening, and you can all intrinsically feel that lurch just behind your navel, that pulling sensation as the ship enters the void. The only person who is completely unaware of that fact is Shay being enclosed in this isolation pod that's on the bridge. You feel this delicious absence of complete and total sensory deprivation and there's this long heavy sigh that comes out of you as you just like you don't you never quite realize just how much your wizardly etheric senses is bombarding you with information constantly until it's not yeah yeah it's like being in new york city and then suddenly the noise turns off it's just oh wow this is what quiet feels like Oswald, you're still in your chambers contemplating the 
ramifications of what just happened. Yeah. Amari sitting at the helm, silently watching the clock three minutes ticking down when you know that the Tiresian will be spat out of this green, weird demi-plane. You know from terrifying experience that there is far more danger in space travel than most people realize. That the, the hard fact is that there are plenty of ships that just vanish when they warp. People don't Gross. talk about it much. People don't like talking about it much. But it does happen, and because of the size of galactic civilization and the f- just sheer number of people and ships out there, it happens a lot. It's like one of those things where everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who disappeared while while warping kind of a thing. Yeah, or or like risk of it. Right? Yeah. It's also a lot like the rate of vehicular death in the world. It is just something right. we as a society have accepted thanks to the convenience of cars. But mo- cars kill more people than basically any other thing on the planet Earth. But we accept that rate of mortality because of the convenience it offers. And space travel is no different in the dragon's wake. So you're watching those seconds tick by knowing that the odds are in your favor, but there's always that slim chance. There's so many things that can go wrong in space. Florian, you feel that initial lurch behind your navel as the Tiresian transitions into the void. And you blink and you were at the Golden Comet kind of checking towards those hidden compartments. But now you find yourself stopped, your hand hovering above the seal controls for the cargo bay doors. And you blink several times, and you see these dark green veins pulsing along your arm. And there's a voice that's whispering, Open it. Come outside. Come outside. We need to see you, Florian. Florian, Florian, Florian. Mm -mm. And you pull your hand away, and you blink some more times, and then the veins are gone, and the voices are quiet, and there's this lurching sensation behind your navel, and you're back in normal space nope nope uh is the warp over yeah okay florin just immediately goes to the the isolation pod and like just knocks on it really gently (laughs) just opens up freak (laughs) uh yeah like like grandpa monster just Uh, Florian's just gonna, like, stick his head kind of into it and see how much space there is inside of it. What are you... Is there enough space space for two people in there? There's barely enough space for one Florian in there. Uh... Uh... We might... I might have a... I might have a problem. Can Um, we talk about this like out like we're like nose to nose like i'm I'm climbing the like can we talk about this outside of the pod (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um hmm. 
Yeah, and the pod, I don't know if I've ever properly described it, but it is, like, inset in the floor near the center of the bridge, and it is literally like a coffin. Like, it's not a far-off description. It is something you kind of lounge back in, and it closes above you, and it seals you off. And from inside, you could technically gain control of the navigation of the ship if you wanted to, but for the most part, it just isolates you from all etheric signatures. Question. Mm-hmm. In terms of this is just a like a, a lore question. If people have disappeared into the void, have has anyone ever returned from it after being gone? Yes, mm-hmm. and they were all crazy. We saw those people who came back from the they they like landed on the storm's repose and they had been like the the seals had been torn right, off. Right, right. Is that everyone always? Sometimes it's just a single person who opens the wrong window at the wrong time. Sometimes it's a whole ship full of people that come caterwauling out of the void, and it is a asylum ship at that point. Okay, okay. It, it can range. Sometimes the green gets in. Gross. Doesn't happen a lot, but it happens uh, enough. So, Florian, what's going on? You've done a lot of like like space traveling, right? Like before you yeah. were in the storms repose. Yeah, yeah. I jumped around a lot. Do you know what the symptoms for going void mad are? Uh yeah. I mean, I had to be especially careful with it because As- of you know, the whole the wizard, wizard thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 hypothetically. So. Sure. This is happening on the bridge, right? Uh-huh, yeah. This is just happening. Yeah. To my, like, my I'm, I'm like, I'm doing the, like, <laughs> eyes shifting between Amari and, uh, and uh, Florian. And Florian is kind of like, like, not looking at Shay. It's just kind of like maybe pacing a little bit back and forth. Just like, yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I did not mean to do. <laughs> Didn't mean for that to happen, but okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, hmm. So if someone were, so asking for a friend, if I saw some suspicious behavior, Florian, oh, <laughs> what could be? Can you? Can, how? How do you stop that? I mean, you have to be, I, I mean, okay, okay. So the thing is, there's always a chance, even if, you know, all the precautions are taken. I mean, sometimes if you're in space long enough, you just go space crazy. It just happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, you haven't done a ton of space traveling, right? No, no. I- oh, Sorry. Your friend. Yeah, well, it's Oswald. I'm worried about Oswald. Listen, <laughs> that actually could be, that is believable a little bit. Um, <laughs> Did I do good? I'm still incredibly I'm suspicious sorry. about this conversation, but honestly, that tracks a little bit. Cut to Oswald yeah. in his room, just drinking, just a 12 <laughs> loco with a can rattling <laughs> just, in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're all so fucked up. Um. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. But the. Mm, but the way to stop it is you just you don't travel in space anymore. Or uh. 
I mean, the isolation pods can help, but they're usually there's usually not more than one on a ship because the one on the ship is also for used the... for navigation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we don't really need on this one. But you know, it um, I can't I can't suppress all this stuff like I used to be able to, so it's just really really hard to be outside during the jumps. So what if you just like tie tied someone up, just like just like tied them to a little chair, like a werewolf. Are werewolves okay, a point, thing? In, point of order. In, <laughs> or is that an Akalar thing and I'm just like, what the fuck is a werewolf? <laughs> there are plenty of legends out there of people being transformed into monsters by weird gods tech, but... Which, which is, like, weird because there are already dog people who, like, are kind of... And the dog people do get friskier on a full moon, but... Depends on where they are, you yeah. know. <laughs> what if the planet has two moons? What then? Oh my god! It's rough <laughs> so stuff. many questions. Double frisky. <laughs> rough stuff. And uh, I get. I do. I mean, does that happen? Like, can can you be restrained during jumps? Is that a thing that people like? Usually, if it comes to that, I'm sure that people just get discharged from whatever. There are position there probably in. plenty of metanet stories of uh, flight attendants who have had to strap somebody down mid-flight because, well, we're in the middle of a long uh, series of right. jumps and we're not going to get to populated space for a while. And Tried this person went void mad. Yeah. Yeah. Handle. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like uh, those stories are totally out there. Longer than you think, Dad. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, okay, Florian, the, the, okay, this conversation this, is this, ramping up in... What if this person was very strong and could get through most restraints? Like Oswald. So it's not Oswald, then. Can we just... He's, he's Florian, what spirit. happened? <laughs> Florian, just tell me what happened. And again, Amari, you're just stand, like, sitting five feet to the left this whole time. <laughs> I think this is probably a common occurrence with a mar- where like the rest of Oracle Zero and maybe like other people as well will like regularly come in and have conversations and ju- just like like he doesn't speak you know he, he's a fairly quiet kind of guy and so people just say things in front of him because they forget that he's there. <laughs> Only the people who get to know him. Other than that, they're very impressed by his record as a oh, war right, hero. Oh, right, because he is a war hero. Yeah, he is yeah, a war yeah. hero. I forget that all which, the time. Just, which, honestly, so has been nothing it. but a negative, honestly. <laughs> it has. Exactly. It's done me no good. Um, yeah, well, okay. So, listen. On the Storm's Repose, there was, like, some... Some iffy behavior, and it just it just seems to have... have um, uh, increased, eh? Like, like hallucinations. Like, hey, actually, hey, Mira. And Mira will. Yes, hello, Florian. Was I doing anything weird? Uh, I mean, all no, it doesn't work because he won't. Yeah, that just I'm being, yeah. It's like this was a dumb bit anyway. Yeah, it was pretty bad. 
I'd rate it a 2 out of 10. Were you doing anything weird? Uh, That that is difficult for me to say. (sighs) Okay, that's fair. Were you aware of any movement from Florian during the jump? It appeared as though Florian was moving towards the aft docking bay doors. I'm not sure for what purpose. Was I, did I say anything? Was I, um... No. Okay, that's good. Would you like me to monitor Florian's movements from here on out? To determine a baseline so that I might better identify what is weird? That, uh, I don't, I don't love that, but that might be helpful. Um... Hey, Mira, uh, okay. uh, and also just like, hey, Mira, if we're in warp and I attempt to, um, or, I, or anyone on the ship, honestly, attempts to uh, <clears throat> unlock any bay doors or open any airlocks, can you just like, can you just like not do that? Just like. Yeah, that was going to be my next thing is like, let's. No manual overrides from any of us during warp for the opening of any doors. You want me to interface with the ship system so that I have direct control over certain aspects of the ship? Were you not already doing that? No. My domain was set up within the ship systems, but I have not yet rendered any sort of control, no. Well, then, yeah... Go for it. Like, that's that sort of stuff. Uh, you know. <laughs> this is gonna be so bad. Hey, Amari, uh, like, if you have like, any problems with this, maybe yeah. speak up. I'm like, waiting like, for a moment. Uh, like, um, door control, like, bay door control, uh, you know, keeping gravity functional, life support, stuff like that. That's just for you, Reed. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mero, why don't, why don't we talk about this a little bit before we just, like, start throwing things around, okay? Well, I just mean, like, if I'm going to be a danger to anyone on the ship. Also, holy crap. Hi, Amari. Didn't didn't mm-hmm. see you there. Was a yeah, little... I mean, someone has to pilot, so, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need some downtime? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. Well, thankfully you've just warped and it'll be a few hours before you can do it again. You are currently on a trajectory towards the ag world of Brotogantu. Is your intention to land there? What, as far as an ag world, is it controlled by any specific, um, like, corporation? Or is it under, like, the... The entry you have uh-huh. on this in your space atlas, essentially your mm-hmm. uh, your Ford Motor Guide map of the local systems. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, see, I was using the 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 All Planets Hiking Guide. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brotogantu is what's called an Outer Kingdom. It is just a single world that usually has its own diverse set of government functions, and it is still an entire planet. So it's not like it's a could have a very relatively high population, but compared to imperial space or some of the larger Dominion worlds, it's just it is an out of the way podunk. Uh, it seems as though this world makes its salt by uh, trading agricultural and food products with the uh, 
the the Freeholds Coalition. Okay. Uh, it is relatively low population. It seems as though it is made up of a bunch of uh, family-owned farms that are scattered about a fairly large continent on the northern hemisphere of the planet. And there are a couple of icy continents. And other than that, it is mostly ocean. And they make a lot of business fishing. Nice. So when I say ag world, it's not just like wheat or soy or whatever. They can also produce. They produce food, basically. Our, our reason for coming to a more populated place out of character was that Shay wanted to have some time to like rig the Formian generator mm-hmm. into the ship. I right. we could we could potentially do that without docking, maybe, but it would be t- tough. I assume yeah. tougher than you know just going I mean, into a city and being like. Hey, is there a mechanic here? <laughs> and there is at least one extremely large population center on Brodogantu that is like a city of a few million people. It's got a spaceport. It's not like mm-hmm. it's completely <laughs> isolated someplace like uh, <laughs> Akalar. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there is, you could absolutely find resources here if you need, needed to. I mean, how how shady is it to be like, oh, we fly into a planet and park in the middle of nowhere and then make our way into town, right? To avoid suspicion based on, like, the fact that they can see stuff on scanners. Like, why didn't they just go into the parking garage? That's weird. But, like, honestly, yeah, like, that is weird. It would be less weird to just park in a city of, like Mike just said, a few million people. Yes. Just be like, we are space tourists or whatever and also like oh wait i was talking in shay's voice um and also like we have the formian generator and it like masks it 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 makes a fake etheric signature for us so i think we're we'd be fine to park in a parking garage right but that's what i'm saying we got it yeah travel unbidden Okay, so that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. I do a barrel roll. Just because. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> We're in space. Gravity's fine. Oh, right. It does nothing. It was more mm-hmm. like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you. Florian, Florian downloads an audiobook called So You Think You're Going Space Mad. <laughs> You vector towards the largest city on the planet, which is called Coglos. It is a, like I said, few million people population. It is mostly there to service the shipping of this planet. Which is, so seeing a a transport ship like yours coming into the planetary system, very not weird. Uh, you get the usual rigmarole as you enter the, the system's proximity of, especially once you start vectoring towards the planet, you get some kind of air traffic control being like, name your ship. Could you please submit your like ship details? You can do all that very easily. Tiresian is a logged ship. You have an association with a large galactic uh, organization in the Cole Foundation that makes you well known. Um, 
And yeah, you can get cleared for landing very easily. Nice. Uh, the one question that might trip you up a little bit, unless you have a good answer ready to go in the back pocket, is your business on Brodog Brodogantu. Resupply? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're just coming in, like we're coming in to go to a mechanic. Like, yeah. I think that that's probably and lunch. They absolutely accept that answer. Hell, they'd probably accept lunch. <laughs> they should, because it's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you get directed towards the berths near the southern side of the city. You see that this is a coastal town that is built around an immense uh, shipping yard, essentially, where tons and tons of shipping containers are being uh resupplied, restocked, loaded onto larger transport ships. Those ships are taking off. This place is pretty busy. And you're coming in here roughly midday, which feels super weird because you the planet you just left, it was the middle of the night. Yeah. So a little Wicked bit of jet lag. space disorientation, yeah. Time means nothing. It's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you land in one of the smaller berths. It is afforded to mid-sized ships like yours. And there would be a local dockside, basically mechanic here if you needed direct help. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, like, I think we just, I just need the parts. Like, I can probably get it together, like, get it set up myself. I just need, like, the stuff. But that's where you'd get the stuff. like Exactly, yeah. Like an yeah. like auto... Yeah, it's basically like Napa Auto Parts kind of situation. <laughs> a lot bigger can... to service spaceships, but... <laughs> I assume we can sell parts there, too. If you wanted to. Yeah. Though... It's we more don't of... need to offload this just yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't... I mean, it's... And it's kind of in shambles right now. Like, I literally just, like, scrabbled through the ship to get to the Formian generator and I haven't cleaned anything up or like actually examined anything yet. Place like this is maybe a little bit more official than you would want for selling the pieces of a ship you stole. Yeah. There's no record. You know, you can't, you can't walk into, you can't walk into a fucking, uh, auto zone with a, (laughs) Hey, just a random engine. I found this catalytic (laughs) converter. Would you please buy it? Just lying on the also, side of the road. Also, these <laughs> copper wires don't don't worry at, about don't it. don't mm. worry about it. How much Ain't do you give per ounce of palladium? <laughs> Ain't nothing bad ever happened to these fuses. <laughs> yeah. So fair enough. Yes, they would, but they might raise an eyebrow or two. Sure. I'm not a about whole ship's eyebrows. worth of parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, here's what we do. We sell them a few parts. We go a couple miles down the road, sell more to that store, and you just got to spread it out. Yeah, like yeah. dumping a body in different trash cans around the city. <laughs> See, I the prefer more the, you know. the pig farm method. Just find one really sketchy place to dump it all and hope it disappears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, legal, legal disclaimer. We are not saying that <laughs> that is how you dispose of the body. No, we've all just seen Red Dragon, though. It's true. Yeah. 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 
it, it just pays to know where the nearest pig farm is, <laughs> is all I'm saying. Yeah. In case you want pork. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And no in case food. you want to look at some cute little piggies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always want to do that. That's true. Good uh, save. So yeah, you are now landed in a fairly populated area. <laughs> and we are now in some downtime while you are restocking, refitting, and getting everything ship shape aboard the Tiresian. Um, so I would like to go around with each of you and we can, uh, do some, some character work, uh, uh, no. uh for these downtime no. sessions. Uh, while you're here on this ag world, I guess, uh, let's start with all who would anyone like to go first before I force anyone to go first. I think that all right. is keeping himself locked away for now. So if somebody knocks, I suppose a scene will happen. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm saying maybe not Oswald first. All right. Amari. Mm-hmm. What are you up to uh, with under the stipulations I gave you before the session? Uh, wh- what are you what, what are you doing? So I wanted to have a thing with Kala where hopefully we could set up some sort of background relay or whatever, specifically to Vastplane, mm. like a, a sort of burner phone situation. <laughs> uh, so I could make some calls. You want to try to find some kind of secure line to Vastplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you want to do it with Kala's help. Yes. Because she had set up a back, like a back end bootleg, uh, like VR setup uh, when she was in the, her mountain retreat. Uh, so I thought maybe she might know, have have some help with that. Yeah. Uh, so you ask her for help. What, what does that look like? Uh, Kala is uh, muzzly. Uh, like getting herself like she was woken up in the middle of the night. She was asked for help disassembling this ship. She immediately went back to bed. So this is maybe like within the next like cycle of her waking up and finally coming back. She, you find her in the, the mess kind of that communal table area inside the, uh, the Tiresian. She is getting some uh, coffee in her and is reading some uh, feeds on her data pad. Uh, when you come in and she will look up and tap a holographic button on her uh, kind of clipped off horn that has a little cap on it with the, mm-hmm. the Aether tech on it so that the whatever o- augmented reality she was seeing in front of her eyes flicks away. And she would look up and say, oh, um, hello, Amari. You got a minute? Uh, Sure. Sure, what's up? Um, just had a, a small favor to ask. Doesn't you're, need to happen, like, right now or anything. It's whenever you got time. You're the captain, captain. I mean, this isn't exactly, like, team stuff. This is kind of a personal matter, so. Oh. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything? I don't want to pry. Anything I should I know? No, not particularly. I'm just hoping to set up a, a line to Vastplane. 
a line. Well, not like not like a normal line. Something I can kind of do on the down low. I'm sorry. I'm trying to wrap my head around what you're asking me for. You want some kind of secure communications with Vastplane. Mm-hmm. And the person you're communicating with on Vastplane do- doesn't already have one of these set up. That might be difficult. I'm worried about like who else might be listening, so I kind of want to set up a new one on our own terms. Right. Uh, well, that... She kind of like puts her data pad down, lo- looks up at you seriously. I think that is certainly possible. Um, if you don't mind me asking, why are you asking for my my help in this? Um, I don't know a lot about that stuff. So, I mean, you Tech set stuff. up. Yeah. I mean, sure. I know how to. I know how to operate things that explode fairly well um that's kind of what i do if you need me to drive something i can do that um but putting it together no and just to be clear we want to be sure that this doesn't explode correct yes okay just making sure um Mm -hmm. yeah i could probably help you um do you want this to be a permanent thing or something that just the once? Because you could just um, go to a, a, a diver cafe or something. I'm sure they have them in a port like this. I'm kind of worried about being recognized a little oh, bit. right, because of the yeah. war hero thing. Yeah. I've been meaning to ask about that. Mm. What? I'm sorry if this is rude. I don't what exactly are you a hero for? Um, it, I would say it's complicated. It's not particularly complicated. Um, on the ground first. Got there before anyone else. Saved a bunch of people. I was just in charge. And so I am the face of at least that one thing. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I was I was well I mean all of Asclipsis really was just well out of the mm. war, so I didn't really I I basically didn't follow what was happening. I, I heard things, obviously, but didn't exactly It was it was pretty much a bummer, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not exactly a good time. No. I'm sorry if this comes off as a, a little flippant, I just being out here, it's it's obvious that it changed things, like big things. It just didn't feel that way on Asclipsis. Not not until it was over, and there was no more board of directors. Yeah, things have changed in some ways for the better, some for the worse. But, yeah... Uh, yeah, I think we could probably figure something out for Vastplane. I don't know if you've spent much time in the the communications bay over on the, the port side of the ship. Mm, not particularly, no. 
They're like, come here, I'll, I'll show you. And she stands up, grabs her, collects her data pad and strides over. And it's just down the hall and to the left, basically, is this. I've never seen this room before in my life. <laughs> and I thought this was a janitor's closet. <laughs> you go in and it looks like it's a little upsetting to your soldier's eyes because it's very clear that this used to be some kind of weapons battery that just got gutted. And then they threw a bunch of comm equipment in here. And you you were vaguely aware that this was the case, but you hadn't seen it. But, like, you can see the outline of, like, where the weaponry would have been on this thing. Mm -hmm. Like, there were shard launcher pods on the side of this vessel at some point that don't exist anymore. And so, like, you, with your experience, you can, like, see the outline of the thing that's not there anymore. Mm. And she will go over to this bank of consoles and go, the instruments on this ship are wild. I don't know where the Coal Foundation found this thing. It's definitely imperial or it was anyway but they I, and i don't know who they are i don't think it was the coal foundation but i honestly don't know turn this thing into well honestly i don't know what you would use it for except for espionage yeah and yeah so we can get some really long range communications on this thing like wild amount of communications i i would hesitate to say that you could probably get some kind of interplanetary frequency on this thing like just using this ship without any comm buoys whatsoever could probably oh. talk to somebody on a moon from a planet okay okay i can work with that now getting a message to vast planes specifically mm. not hard most of the time just use the metnet right right and you're trying to not, which is more difficult. <clears throat> now, I would say the most secure way would be to probably hire a courier, a metadiver who could just run it there for you. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if you're willing to spend that sort of money. Honestly, Reed has no idea how much money we actually have. We have following access, our. We have access to about ten thousand jewels. Okay, and a cour a courier would normally run like how much? A metanet courier of like significant high standards, and we're talking people who basically run through the internet carrying messages, essentially. Cool. But they it's do like it. it internet. It's like the premium rush of the metanet. Kind of. Yeah. Or like uh mirror's edge kind of a thing. And basically they're hired to make sure that those messages aren't tampered with by anything or anyone between you and where it's going. And that includes corporations, other meta divers, Faye, especially Faye. Okay. But it's costly. Because you're hiring somebody for a very premier service that is also very dangerous at times. So, probably run you around a thousand jewels. Okay. I'll, I'll pause it. We currently have access to 10,000 jewels. That is not how much money we have. Because I've got big returns coming once Brother Hewn and I get back <laughs> into contact. Interesting. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Uh, other than hiring a courier, is there anything else that Kala suggests? If that's not something, if you don't want to price that out, the other thing I would say is trying to... Hijack is the wrong word, and it sends the wrong message, I think. Mm. But piggyback, I think, is better. Mm. A okay. piggyback on to some kind of corporate signal. Those are generally very secure. I did it all the time uh, for uh, in the Praxinet. Okay. Now, um. we just have to figure out what corporate signal might be able to get to the person you're trying to talk to. That's the tricky bit. Okay. Does Vasplane have any sort of uh, interaction with any specific corporation? I mean, all of them. It's a just all of them. It, okay. it is a galactic to... capital. Vasplane is the the Rosset hegemony is one of the largest uh, governments left in the Eastern Reach. It is okay. the point of contact with a ton of corporations at this point. Okay, I didn't know if they were like buddy buddy with anyone, any specific one. But yeah. not necessarily. No, it's not like I okay. hope it's not a uh, there are definitely corporations that spawned from vast plane, but none of the big, big ones. Okay. Um, yeah, well, vast plane does business with just about everyone, so we could probably piggyback off any of the big players. There might be some smaller ones. That, yeah, vast plane could probably get away with. Vorpal Corp is the easy one. Mm. Ton of divers use Vorpal Corp. Honestly, there's a, a running theory that they don't even mind because the people with... Well, let's just say divers with uh, a lack of skill might try to piggyback on their signals and Vorpal Corp might be learning more about them than they would prefer. Mm. Okay, so they're scraping their data. Got it. But you do not have someone who is helping you who is lacking in skill. Awesome. Okay, well, if that's something we could set up, I'd like to do that. Okay. Whenever you have time. No no rush. I could start right now if you want. Also, I didn't awesome. really have much else to do here. Shay's figuring out that engine thing. I'm not big on bolts and screws and all that. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. More software, less hardware. Well, I appreciate it, Carla. You're you're very appreciated on this ship. Oh, thank you. Happy to help. Um, I would say I owe you a bit of a debt, but I think that after the last few uh, mm -hmm. little bit, that might be about even at this point, but and we might actually owe you at this point. Well, I appreciate, I don't know, the adventure. I don't know as if I've told anyone this, but being out here in the galaxy, it's, it's, it's big. <laughs> Turns out only space is big. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll get started on this. Sorry. All good. Here's some more adventures. And I, they, they go for a high five. She kind of like cautiously holds up a hand. I've never done this before. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> I 
almost said it's a traditional hobgoblin <laughs> thing, but that would make no sense in this context. It might be a traditional hobgoblin thing. Mm. That means it would originate from Gob War. Mm. Hobgoblins, of course, are extinct, but regardless. But, their yeah. culture lives on in the form of the ogres. And you perform the traditional hobgoblin high five. Hand slap, yes. Slap hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kala gets to work on that. Um, she'd pretty quickly be able to get you something that will get secure messages to Vast Plane. Getting them back is not necessarily not unless somebody agrees to set up like a two-way communication with you. Nah, I'm I'm not, I'm I'm only worried about sending stuff. Okay. Then yeah, that's set up very easily. Perfect. All right. Um anything else you wanted to accomplish here on planet side? Mm, not uh not at the moment, if there okay. is anything, it may pop up later, but it may not be like pertinent. Okay. Uh, who wants to go next? Mine might be like chronologically out of order to go next, but um, that's okay. That's only because the person that I was hoping to do was a scene with doesn't is a little bat creature who doesn't come out during the day. <laughs> But again, uh, your I, your diurnal cycles have been thrown all to hell right now. True. Like, what time is it? We mm -hmm. just don't know. Um, but I'm Florine's gonna like go back to uh, working on this stripping the golden comet. Like, Ray doesn't have like the technical knowledge for stuff, but like knows or maybe like has an idea of like. Okay, it would make sense for stuff to be hidden here. And so it was just kind of like slowly. It's taking long enough that making a roll won't be necessary. Sure. No. And that's like, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You can definitely come at this thing with a crowbar or two and it, you can figure it out. Yeah. You just, I'm not going to beat up the ship with a crowbar like I. No, we're gonna sell clang, it, clang, Ellie. Clang, clang, <laughs> Come clang, on, clang, clang, clang. nah, do it. Give it that. Like, I mean, just more like, like, right? It's you know, if you go through and you push enough buttons, eventually you find the the box. Yeah, that's how that works. Underneath the seats, <laughs> ejector seat. Maybe Boom. blow a hole into the <laughs> ship. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, if if uh, where is the the cargo bay is like at the very bottom of the ship, right? Yeah. So to describe there, the layout of the else? Tiresian uh, once more, we have yeah. the cargo bay is the bottom level of the ship. It's basically a big box. Um, it contains right now the ship that you stole, Amari's mech, a bunch of pallets of 12 loco, and all of your other assorted cargo that you have loaded in here in crates. Um, there are some catwalks up above you and some stairs that lead down into the cargo bay proper. Uh, the catwalks lead up to a, uh, like a set of hallways that lead into the mess and the crew quarters. And you have basically one long hallway running down the center of the ship. And to either side, you have either like people's living spaces or a like 
uh, bank of communications equipment, all sorts of little rooms. Above that, on the top level of the ship, is the bridge. Okay. Um, so maybe this actually doesn't happen in the in the cargo bay. Maybe it's Florian like coming to the mess to like take a break because he's actually having more trouble than he initially thought. I thought I was a hardened criminal. <laughs> <laughs> um, Only your arm. That's bad. All right, so you come up to the mess. What do you expect? And uh, who are you looking to interact with? Uh, Vesnes. Okay. So, like, if she, if she, yeah, comes in at any point, he's just going to kind of, like, do a little... You you saw Vesnes Rosek, your cogrish companion. She of the extremely pale, nearly transparent skin, kind of blue-veined, uh, completely bald... She stands at a little over four feet tall, uh, stockier build, and you saw her kind of up on the catwalk, kind of arms leaned up over the side, her chin on her wrists, kind of looking down at you while you were tinkering with this thing. Uh, and her eyes were kind of sparkling over the bits and pieces of it, and she's got this kind of like... She doesn't even really acknowledge you moving in and around the ship. She's clearly itemizing the ship in her head. And so you are coming up the, the stairs towards the mess and you are passing her. Yeah. Do you, uh, and he's just like, like, uh, total mechanic look. There's like smudges of oil all over just from like being underneath, trying to see if there's anything like on the bottom of the, I just clawed at the air like a cat, but he's not—he's not doing that. He's just, um, so fun fact: it wouldn't be oil because there's no like machine parts that like move that would require that. But what there is is uh, heat absorbent gel that you would have on crystals, like you have inside processor units and computers. Yeah, gross. So <laughs> so a worse so a worse grosser thing to have smudged on your face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You don't, uh, you don't know anything about ships like that, do you? Ships like that? No. I don't think anyone should be knowing about ships like that. Well, no, I don't mean so much, uh, the use of them. I mean more like, you're just, you're not... You're used to working outside of what some might consider law, I assume. I can only assume based on how we met. You have not talked to many cog before, have you? Uh, you would be the first. Yeah, yeah, the first. Okay. I, I mean, there there are cogbrish folk on, on Storm Proposed. Yes, I met your chief engineer. He's a good sort. Yeah. I I was mostly like you, sort of laying low when I was there, so I didn't get to talk to much folk. Well, I will... You do not know, so I will not take it against you. It is illegal to be a cog in a lot of places in the galaxy. They don't frame it that way, but that's what it ends up being. (laughs) 
No, exa- like that's literally why I asked. Yeah. I assume that you have been forced to work outside of, like I said, what might be considered. Uh, if this planet knew that I was aboard your ship, I don't know how their port authorities would react. Does this planet have the quarantine law for Vendorok's disease or does it not? Who can say? You don't know until you get there. I'm assuming our good captain did not uh, advertise. No, I don't think we're advertising much of what we're doing here. In general. And I appreciate that. But no, the ships like this? Eh, no. I could tell you how to make it explode. I could tell you how much the atheum on the thing stripped out would probably go to on the open market. I could maybe even point you in the direction of somebody who might be willing to buy it. But how to make it work? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, that actually might be more useful information than anything I was trying to. There's clearly got to be some sort of hidden pockets on here. Oh, yes. They're near the rear. You are a magnificent woman. Would you mind showing me? (laughs) Sure. She'll shrug and say, sure, and kind of like get up off of the railing and stroll on down. Uh, you can see she is wearing a really drab one-piece like jumpsuit, and it's very similar to the clothing you found her in um, when she had a chance to restock her wardrobe uh, on the Storm's Repose. It seems as though she didn't go out of her way to try to really branch out. Thank you for doing this. I've, I mean, I've like helped strip a ship before, but. I assumed it would be easier <laughs> than it was. Turns out I I don't know much about. And he'll just kind of give a half shrug and say, uh, "Technology, any of this nonsense." Point yeah. around to like the encompass the golden comet and also the Tiresian. If you're asking me the ins and outs of most. AetherTech devices uh, is a little beyond me. I, before coming aboard this ship, I did not fly in. The, your ships scare me. They're so fucking weird. Like, right? So many vulnerabilities. How, how do you not have redundant systems for all of these things? If the main power goes, everything goes. It's like, like literally terrifying. I hate space travel so much because of it. Well, wait, how does a Congress ship work? It doesn't just like, like what do you, like, like redundancies. So there's, there's. She will. It's not just all like electrically powered. Example. So she'll point at the, the golden comet. See those big red crystals in the back. They use those for thrust. Yes. Yes, but also for weapons systems sometimes. No, that's because this ship is stupid. (laughs) It is mainly used for thrust. so confusing. Those big crystals are hardwired as power source for the whole ship. Everything on the ship is powered by that red aethite there. 
and the lines of aethite, and she'll point to these like l- lines of like uh, quartz crystal that run down the length of the ship along the outside in between some metal seams. That runs from the power source crystals in the back to the display crystals on the front. All of it is one big system of aethite. There are bits and pieces here and there, chems attached, but it is all one system. Cogris ship, you have a generator, a power source near wherever, engineering. It uses aethite, sometimes, mostly uses athium, radioactive metal version. Yeah, yeah. You have a big ball around it with absorption panels. Uh, metal gives off radiation, panels absorb radiation, turn into power. Once you have power, you can feed that power into a bunch of different systems all over the ship. But they are not necessarily all connected. You can have backup generators. You can have redundant system placements. See, see, that just makes more sense. Because, like, what if you end up in a in a... I don't know, anything that would disrupt the magic in any system. Like, say, uh, heavily radiated uh, field that makes everything in its surroundings magic. Then it would just wouldn't work very well. And he'll kind of like bing, bing, bing on his arm and say like, this thing used to go out all the time at home. It's absolute nonsense. Hmm. They're just... Too much happening all the time. You are preaching to the choir on this one. Cogrit technology just makes so much more sense, if you ask me. But anyway, and she'll trundle over to the backside of the ship and she'll point towards a couple of seams in the, the gold plating. Say, your compartments are here. It's the only place in the ship where there is enough space to actually have some kind of storage. And there is a gap in the... uh, Well, it just looks like there's extra space there that shouldn't be. Spatial awareness is absolute shit, apparently. (laughs) Um, And he will, at that point, take a little, like... I don't know, not like an actual crowbar, but like just something to see if he can't wedge, wedge that out. I'm assuming it has like a release but also I think I could probably break this off (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you do and there's a as a panel gets torn out and you can see like yeah there was probably some mechanism that would make that panel slide back and away but it's gone now and now there's just a twist handle that you release and open some kind of compartment nice and as you I'm assuming you do you Pull it and release, and the hatch swings down, and this little conveyor, like, dumbwaiter type thing just falls down out of the ship on these little spoked wheels that, like, let it ratchet down. Um, Basically powered by gravity. You see... (laughs) Something very... I don't even know if Florin would know what this is. It is clearly a helmet designed to be worn by a Taro. Gross. I hate it. Um, gross. I hate it. It is long for, like, the, the long Taro face. It's got, like, space in it to, like, allow for horns. Uh, 
to basically like be outside of the helmet and then the helmet would seal around the bone of the horns. Um, the, it is stylized to look like a dragon. It is molded. So it's got like fangs that come down over the visor a little bit and like the jaw coming up from the underside to like seal in front of the, the muzzle. And does it look cer- ceremonial or does it look like it's actually meant to do something? It's definitely functional. Um, you know, it, Florian specifically wouldn't know this, so it's just like this is a weird helmet. Yeah, and Vesnus would also kind of look at it agog, just like oh, weird helmet. Yeah, probably some bullshit Minotaur nonsense. Nope, they're not Minotaur; they're Doro. I keep doing that. It. Mm. Just remember, there's only ever one Minotaur. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, right now, maybe not so much. But there is as, so, as soon as the Minotaur is like correctly identified, then they have always been the Minotaur retroactively, and all yeah. the other <laughs> false ones were just pretender Minotaurs. Yes, and will be killed as heretics. I'm sure. <laughs> um, Isn't dogma fun? Uh, yeah, this is probably some Dominion nonsense. Um, Hmm. well, I'm just going to take this and see if I can't figure out how to destroy it before anyone else sees this. So we are not tempted to sell it because, yeah. Okay. Uh. We're not getting into weapon stealing, Reed. (laughs) It doesn't appear to be a weapon of any kind. Like I said, it's it's a helmet. We could start a haberdashery or whatever. (laughs) I don't think it's just a hat. Don't know until I put it on. Fine, I'll keep it in my room. You should put it on. I'm not going to do that. See how it fits. (laughs) I'm too busy wearing my cowboy hat. Hmm. Just helmet on over the cowboy hat. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Put put that put that helmet on, and then put the cowboy hat on top of that. One. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. Vesnus would ask once you like have the helmet. You're like, oh, I gotta blow this up somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would ask if you don't mind me asking, what is the plan here? <laughs> we don't know. We left the storm's I mean, repose because Aegis Tech Solutions mm-hmm. is still hunting us, yes? Yeah, I mean, she's met Mira, right? Oh, she's very aware of Mira. Yeah. And she joined up with y'all because of your antagonism with Aegis Tech Solutions. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, it's find this arch-proctor guy, whoever, whatever he is, and see if he has any ideas for keeping her safe and maybe in the process keeping us us safe, but I don't think there's a plan. So that is where we're heading next, is find this arch-proctor? I'd assume, I'd assume so. I mean, that was the plan last time I knew. 
Okay. I just did not know. It's the fucking hot fuzz. Nobody tells me nothing. Um, I don't know that any of us have uh, much of an idea of like what is going on in the grander scheme of things. I mean, until we know that, ain't much we can do except, you know, what we know. I suppose. Are you hoping to, like, do you need to check in with your folks? Your people? Not anytime soon. I do regular check-ins with... My folk... It's No, it's not a problem. You don't. It's just... It seemed like you did have a plan. Like a, like a pretty specific one. And uh, being with us has kind of messed with that. Uh, plans change. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Florian, there's definitely, like, a little bit of shiftiness here. She's avoiding the yeah. question. Yeah. Oh. She immediately set off the, like, beep, 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 beep. Mm-hmm. But that is... That is what it is to be a sec, a, a prospector. She would use uh, probably mid conic. Mm. Like you pan for gold? That's not. That cannot be right. It's more right than you might think. I, I sift through the galaxy looking for things that belong to my people. Right. Like back on Teoshin. Yeah. But that was an untenable situation, and plans change. Right. Well, I know we none of us have ever said anything about it, but sorry about that. It's, by, by the way. <laughs> I did not realize the extent to which I had uh, kicked the proverbial hornet's nest in oh. that... Oh yeah, it was like possibly the worst location to to stumble upon. Yeah. And if not for the rest of you, I would very much be on a slab somewhere being cut open, I think. So Yeah. Seeing as I owe you all my lives, here we are. Well, yeah. If plans ever change and you need to <laughs> Well forget it. For now, we go see the Arch Proctor, yes? Sure, yeah. And then, yeah, whatever happens after that. <laughs> and then whatever happens after that. Excellent. In the meantime, do not run excess power through this ship. It will explode. <laughs> Florin will just kind of like look at the ship and be like, oh shit. <laughs> yes, very, very stupid ship. Uh, and yeah, sort that out. You have now yourself a, a nifty helmet. Of questionable origins. Yep. Uh, there is a second uh, secret panel that you are made aware of. Uh, mm-hmm. And opening that, you find a lot of rifles. Oh, yes. That was what I was looking for. Okay. Cool. I'm going to, like, cap- <laughs> yeah, read. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, like, catalog each of them and just kind of see what we have. You don't uh, have to go go over that. I mean, they're all the same, so it's insane. easy. They are, they are oh, 16 
uh, what's called a repeater rifle. Okay. They are meant to shoot low intensity etheric bolts a lot of times. Uh, how much ether is in each? Two. Okay. Cool. And they appear guns. to be... I didn't even need to steal them. Yeah. They appear to be old, like, imperial grade weapons. All right, Oswald, Shay. Um, Lisbon, do you want to go last? Uh, I, I, I'm fine either way. Okay, uh, I'll go. Um, so this will probably be like after I've gotten all my, done my shopping. Um, because I want my scene to be with Kala. Okay. Um, so maybe. <laughs> Maybe in a similar way that Florian was taking a break from uh, trying to ransack the Golden Comet, I'm uh, taking a break from uh, trying to uh, get the Formian generator uh, set up with all the stuff I bought. Okay. So, yeah, you've come back to the the Tiresian with like a a hover sled just loaded Mm -hmm. with... (laughs) random bric-a-brac of engineering components and pieces you'll need to effectively construct a shelf and a cradle for this thing so that it yeah fits in engineering without rattling around yeah and it's like a cooling unit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. more of that gross gel i was just describing yeah i was just about to say is shay a cool gamer and rigs up a water oh cooling. there's leds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look i specifically designed all of this technology in this weird fantasy ass universe so it all has leds okay <laughs> i did not make everything powered by gemstones not to have it glow cool colors <laughs> this is where we find sure. out that mike Fair. is a gamer out of all of us <laughs> rbg for days yeah for days <laughs> um so like yeah, I think it's more of just like a natural break like like it's on the shelf. So it's off the ground and I'm like, okay. It's off the ground. I'm going to go eat something. Okay. And yeah, you uh are heading up to the mess and you pass by uh Kala who is uh standing up and stretching coming out of the 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 bay with all of the the comm equipment. Oh, hey, actually, uh, I wanted to talk to you. Oh, yes? Yeah, so, like, the other day, when, well, I mean, I guess it's just when we were working on the ship. Uh, About 12 hours right, ago. Right, you know, whatever, however many cycles ago that was. Not, not even one. When I was talking to Mara... You kind of gave me a funny look, and I kind of shrugged it off because we're busy and, you know, running from cops, essentially. Pretty much. But, like, what was that about? And she will pause and glance slightly upward and say, you know, I've been stuffed up in this ship all day. I I think um, some fresh air. We're right by the ocean, right? Maybe get some sea breeze coming in you were just outside how what is it nice and fresh outside not spaceship air oh yeah yeah i mean it's it's really nice uh i'm, I'm just gonna care to join me we could just 
go get a nice breath of fresh air. I know you've been spending all your time inside as well today. Yeah, sure. I mean, not really, but sure. Yeah, let's go take a walk. Yeah. Cool. And she will uh, make really banal chit-chat with you on the way out of the ship. Just like asking how your day is and how did shopping go and how's the all the, the parts fixing going. And I think oh. Shay doesn't like quite realize what's going on. So does kind of go into like a deep dive of like, like, oh yeah. So like, oh, I was so tempted. They had like all this top of the line stuff there and, um, you know, like all the super expensive stuff that I wanted to get to so bad, but you know, we have to like uh, break apart the ship and we're sort of cash, not cash poor, but like, you know, we're sort of low on funds and, you know, we need to eat. Like, I can't just like blow all the ships and I'm just rambling about <laughs> You spend about, about 2,000 jewels, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Olivia, you might want to write that down. That uh, 2,000 more jewels were spent in the construction of this uh, housing for the forming generator. I do. Thank you. Uh, but uh, Kala will nod and make the mm-hmm noise at all the appropriate moments uh, until you are outside and strolling down the 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 ramp out of the cargo bay and out into the berth. The berth itself is a small circular enclosed space with that is open to the sky and the breeze is sweeping in. You can see gulls in the sky and there is a constant motion of much larger transport ships landing and taking off from this spaceport. It's probably later in the day, approaching evening. And uh, Kala will look around and like toss her head to the side and start moving towards the exit of the berth and say, thank you for playing along with that. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, yes, it's all very interesting, but I, I was hoping we could have a private conversation out here. Uh, yeah, sure. What's up? Uh, you seem very Fond, yes, fond of uh, Mera. Yeah. Yes. I mean, she's... Like, I know it's it's a complicated situation. Complicated? Incredibly complicated. Mean, what's, what's, what's a better synonym for it, then? Deadly? <laughs> Foolhardy. Incredibly dangerous. I'm stopping myself from right now from saying stupid. No, you didn't, but sure. I'm trying. You know how dangerous something like her it is. Don't love that change in pronouns, but... <sighs> Carla, it's... Giving Project Chimera pronouns is what worries me. I think that having her with us is less dangerous than her being in the hands of Aegis Tech Solutions. I don't disagree with that. And I'm not going and I'm not going to say that we've stopped some nefarious scheme like they created her once, I'm sure they could do it again. But Even though she was artificially created, she has, she has 
personality. She has some sort of personhood that can be developed and shown. Well, I, I'm not going to say that we're all like the best role models or anything. I was about but to say I'm waiting for this to sound better. better. Listen, you weren't there. It was. <laughs> Listen back to the episode, and you will hear how much of a fuckery that was being in there. No, um. <laughs> I am absolutely not saying that. Mera is not better off with us than with them. Lord knows I have my own gripes about anything the corporations like Aegis Tech might do with something like Mera. But if she is what we think she is, because let's just say it, it looks like they were trying to create a she. Not just a she, like... Like the she. Like. Like she's. A lady or a queen. queen. I know. We're just going to put all of our cards on the table. Cards, right. You remember how we met, right? I do. I don't want the rest of you to end up like Sharo. I know, Gala. And maybe we could all stand to be a little more careful on the ship. You're just giving her a lot of leeway, is all. I just... And I, I know that it's not the same, but I know what it's like to be what is essentially a child handled like some sort of glass figurine and it makes you feel really shitty (laughs) and maybe I'm projecting too much onto her like yeah sure that might be it but we just can't forget that they made her and we don't know why neither does she (laughs) Honestly, that is what terrifies me the most. Honestly, me too. I just, I can't help but feel every time you let her have one more system or access to one more net that something is going to trip and suddenly all the lights turn green and we've got Murderbot 9000 in control of our ship. Okay, understandable. In their head, though, they're, like, less worried about her than I am about Florian, but... <laughs> and I won't say that! Carlos freaked out enough! Hmm. Um, I told you this before, I don't know what's she's... going to happen. Right. What? She's totally changed the architecture of the internal ship systems. You already knew this. Yes. I, I just worry that that's only the first part of whatever she's doing. Yes, it's... I would like to investigate. I would like to try to figure out more, but unfortunately, I think that that would require some experimentation, and I don't think that that's actually probably what you want. So, I, I listen. Don't, I don't know what I want other than us to all not be ensnared 
by a fae queen made by Aegis Tech Solutions. Look, I don't know what's going to happen after we see the Arch Proctor and sort of give the rundown about all of this and introduce her. Oh, that's the plan. But, but maybe whatever the Arch Proctor does and is, they'll be able to take care of her better than we could. I just don't want to put her... I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm ensnared. I just don't want to put her in a situation where... I mean, you see it all the time in, like, movies and shit. Where, like, they tell the, the AI creature that it's dangerous, and then the AI, or the creature, or the AI is like, oh, I'm dangerous, then I'm going to lash out. And I know that real life isn't movies, but, you know, it's it's a cyclical thing you draw from culture, and the culture is represented in the media, and then it affects the culture. You know what I mean? Shay, if we're bringing I, I don't want hollows us into to, this, then I don't know where this argument ends. I don't want us... To be the thing that makes her dangerous. Do you, does that, does that make sense? And I would simply counter with her being her makes her dangerous. I think we can do the best we can. Maybe try to point her in the right direction. Maybe if that's what you're suggesting, but. Have you... What happens if any of the fake courts find out about her? Do any of us know? I mean, let's... I mean, it's, it'd be bad. I, there's no two ways around it. I mean, they're constantly trying... They're already... Clearly... Maybe not uh, uh, overtly, but definitely low-key at war since the Court of Error made a deal with Aegis Tech. Well, um, that's on all other. What the Court of Air and Aegis Tech and the Connus Empire have to do with each other uh, is above my pay grade. Same. But I'm just... Thank you for listening. I wanted to get this all out in the air. Preferably without her overhearing us. That's understandable. That would be a big conversation to have about, you know, not everyone's going to like you all the time. And I don't know what would happen if we suddenly presented our guest with an existential crisis. Yeah, definitely trying to keep those at a minimum. You or I start worrying about our place in the universe. We go sit in our rooms and stare at a wall for three hours. Mara does it. She might go sit in her room for a few hours, and who knows what that does to the ship. You can see why I've been a little keyed up about this. Yeah. But I trust you, so if what you're doing you think is for the best, thank you for listening to my concerns. Of course. I, I mean, any time. And if you have a moment, maybe tell that all of this to Oswald specifically and Florian, maybe, because I don't know if they are 
treating Mera with the uh, deference, caution she deserves. If we treat her like a child, and she's not, this could end very badly for all of us. I will, yes, find a way to have us have that conversation. Thank you. I would do it myself, but honestly, I... Oswald creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he has that effect on very nearly everyone. Especially compared to apparently his sister? Oh, yeah. Do you not... F- wait, do you not follow her on... Uh, wait, what is the what is the social it's media called? Sprite. There's, do you not follow her on there's Sprite? Sprite, there's Vidpop. Uh, there's a few of them. Okay. <laughs> She's a big Vidpop, her Vidpop star. Yeah, I follow her on Vidpop, and she doesn't post as much on Sprite, but, like, still intermittently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, like, really good stuff. Um. And Carl will say, no, actually, I was more confused when he introduced himself the first time, because that is not the Oswald Octavian Theophilus I was used to seeing. Yeah, right? It, it's so, okay, it's really, <laughs> man, talk about a complicated family situation, am I right? And, like, <laughs> fade out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Transition to Oswald. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he... Uh, has been spending quite a lot of time in his room having his own existential crisis um, staring at a wall. Eventually you have to leave your room. Hopefully. Uh, Yeah. There's, you know, using a restroom and getting more beverages. Um, So, you know, these are all, important things to do Mm -hmm. um so uh i would imagine uh on one of his excursions out he probably doesn't necessarily well actually he he's probably getting tired of being stuck with himself for a little bit and i think he needs to uh stop thinking about himself and instead learn about somebody else that he doesn't know very well he doesn't know vesnus very well he seeks out vesnus Okay. Uh, it is now much later at night uh, on this world. Approximately like a little over 12 hours have passed since your escape from Seawell. And, yeah. Uh, so Shay is nearing completion of the, uh, the, the cradle for the Formia generator. Uh, Kala's off finishing off the last touches on some uh let us call it uh, enthusiastic Aethertech engineering. Mm-hmm. Piggybacking onto some corporate signals. And uh, Florian is figuring out the best way to annihilate a helmet. Oh, no, he's he's back on reading. So you think you might be space mad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Uh, the cover of that book is someone like staring down at their own hand, trying to keep it away from their face, a la uh, <laughs> Evil Dead Two. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, oh man, I love that! I love that movie. Am I gonna? Groovy. Am I gonna have to cut off my own hand and replace it with a chainsaw? Oh no! Oh no! We did that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you 
uh, go about the ship looking for Vesnes, and eventually you would find her. Uh, actually, Amari, where's Amari hanging out right now? Uh, Amari has gone back to like the cafeteria, trying to figure out like how he is going to draft any of these messages that he wants to send. Okay. He is like surrounded by scrap paper. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe not scrap paper. Cause that seems very not his style. And given the level of technology, uh, he has tons and tons of notes on his data pad. So many, uh, <laughs> new windows open. Yeah. Yeah. Tabs for days. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm imagining you just like he- a paw on forehead, like typing with like a multiple cups of coffee around you. It's just it's gotten down to the point of just single finger like pecking out words, <laughs> while the other one is just like on forehead, just fuck. Mm-hmm. This all sucks. <laughs> Dear wife, no, that's stupid. <laughs> Dearest wife. No. <laughs> oh, she knows she's my wife. God. Hey, you. Um. <laughs> just, he erases all of it and just you up. Spends like three hours trying to write the, the opening line. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, crafting the perfect test message. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you scramble past all of that, Oswald, and eventually you find your way up to the bridge is mm. where you end up finding Vesnes. Uh, she mm. is uh, sitting over at the navigation console that would be used to, like, navigate the, the star charts. And she seems to be uh, interacting with the atlas, essentially. Uh, glance I think over can... him when you come in. Oh, hello. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh no interruption. Oh, excellent. Um, I just had a realization uh, f- 15 seconds ago that uh, you and I have not had uh, much of a discussion and gotten to know each other. So I figured I'd bring um, a, a, a beverage that you could try or not. Uh, nobody else seems to like any of the beverages I provide. Um, uh, and we could chat um, for, for a bit, if you don't mind. I would not say no to a beverage. Oh, excellent. Uh, this is known as, um, well, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it. I, I talk about it a lot. It's called 12 Loco. It's a beverage made by Vorpal Corp. Um, it is not um, not a lot of, uh, well, it's actually quite popular. It's just a lot of people don't like it. I don't know. I like it. I've been drinking it for most of my life here you should try it if you don't like it i'll have it um she will take it from you and glance and it's like oh there are cases of this in the the cargo bay i was not sure what it yes, was. yes 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 those are mine those are a beverage you can have some if you'd like um we'll need to eventually stock up at again at some point but we'll deal with that problem when it surfaces <laughs> hopefully not. she will shrug and say honestly i thought it was a coolant of some kind and she will crack open the can and toss back a slurp of it it's been used for that on on occasion in a pinch she will like smack her lips a little bit tasting it and like savoring the bouquet (laughs) yes yes she will then like kind of do the de niro like nod and shrug and go it's not bad 
And she'll yes. take another slug of it. That's what I've been saying. Everybody else doesn't understand. They won't even try it. They, well, let's be honest. The smell's not great, but the flavor really is something. And she'll like a bit sniff it and goes, "Doesn't smell that bad to me." Oh, well, excellent. Um, Very. Um, yes, it's reminds me of. Oh, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the water reclamation room back on Love Cogrin at our sept. It was um, it's one of the warmer rooms, very humid in there. So you go there sometimes yeah. when the, uh, the dur- during the seasons in which the magma is cooling. If you want to mm. get warm, you go to the evaporation chambers where it is very humid. It, that, that's what the smell is like. The smell reminds you of the um, uh, just the air in that room. Is, it, is that what you're saying? Yes, it is where the the water condenses so that we do not waste any moisture, and we can uh, also grow certain lichens in the room that are very beneficial for uh, medicines. Oh, interesting! That is very interesting. Mm. Uh, how, how how long has it been since you've been on your home planet? Oh, cycles, cycles. Who? Um, do, do you miss it? Uh, sometimes. Do Do you miss your home world? Oh, we don't need to get into that. Um, I think that um, you were originally from Vanikel. Yes. Oh. Yes. It is not so unusual for a cog to be from Novkogrin. There are not many cogrish uh, worlds out there, but uh, I know for you other species, sometimes you're not traditionally from your. Uh, your point of origin. Yes, well, um, Septimus always found it important to be from the original source. He's, he's like that in a lot of ways. Oh, um, I do not know who that is. It is uh, my, my, um, my, um, uh, my, uh, uh, the, the patriarch of the family. Ah. Oh. Yes, and she will keep tossing back slurps of 12 loco. Tell me, uh, what beverages uh, do uh, uh, Cog traditionally enjoy? Oh, uh, enjoy is a strong word. Mm. Uh, water, mostly. Um, mm. If uh, if the seasonal changes are right and we can get the, the heat mixture correct, there is... Uh, a little bit of, uh, uh, what would you call it? Hooch. Mm, mm, yes, yes. <laughs> Fermentation nice. is tricky underground. The pressure differentials as the, the tides change can be very not conducive to that sort of thing. Interesting, very interesting. Um, uh, and uh, Oswald is... is legitimately interested but he 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 is constantly sort of finding himself sort of drifting off and sort of staring a a, a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, and business but really doesn't super try to engage with conversation she is happy to just keep drink drinking this uh 12 loco well um as i said you're welcome to as much of it as you'd like Uh, nobody else seems to uh, partake in the beverage it's um uh, Avia um, uh, made uh, originally. Oh, uh, and, well, yes. that uh, explains your taste for it, I guess. 
Yes, well, um, all of us, uh, the, the Oswalds, drink it. It's um, mm. it. Uh, it was um, well. We didn't really have much of a choice, <laughs> so um, mm. yes. But, I uh, understand that. Not having much of a choice. That is, uh, yes, yes, yes. A, a lot of not. What, what what do you um, mean by that specifically? Oh, well, you know, I'm a cog. Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course, yes, yes, of course, yes, yes. Silly me, I should should have known that. You'd have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Um, I'm assuming it has to do with um, having to. Well, it's not fully legal for you to be off your planet, if I'm not mistaken. Do you know why? I've been finding this out lately, that apparently there are so many people that do not know why. It is honestly a little frustrating. I have heard there are many uh, various reasons. Um, But I have not been able to find... What are two that you have heard? What are two? Um, one is that uh, the cog um, are uh, well uh, should not be trusted uh, off the planet for very um, uh, oh, xenophobic reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, the other uh, is uh, the the disease that is um, uh, 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 likely with your. Uh, uh, species. Well, the, those are the main two. Um, obviously, there's all sorts of crazy things out there. Uh, explanations. Um, God, you should hear some of the stories that uh, Florian's younger sibling uh, um, sends out onto the metanet. Quite. Um, uh, I'm sure I have heard some of them. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it's the Technically speaking, it is the second one. There's still a, a quarantine on my people because of yes. the disease. Which, of course, you do not know the name of because no one does. Yes. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, let's see here. And he's, he goes through his, his notes mm-hmm. here. He's like going, scrolling through it. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. It is called Vendros well, disease. Vendrox disease, thank you. Vendrox disease. And he, he's making a, a, a note in his system here. Disease. Yes, it, it's not... Um, I just uh, make it a habit of, of, of knowing as much as I can. There's a lot, obviously, to know, but um, yes. Um, it's just... And it's very... It becomes it's becoming clearer to you now that like she's kind of leaning back in the chair, she's got one arm up, she's still like swinging, and there's this kind of like flush to her cheeks. Like mm. you don't know if she knew that this was alcoholic. Oh. Um but, but, but uh, she is definitely anything, like but... loosening up a little bit, I guess is what I'm saying you're observing here. Gotcha. Uh, I, I'll make a mental note of that. I won't say anything, but um, I might not offer her too many more because, uh, you know. Um, but apparently, 
uh, she is a little bit of an angry drunk because she says, Nobody seems to know why it is my people are the way they are. Stuck, quarantined, made to be illegal immigrants no matter where we go. Yes. Well, they should, right? People should know about it. I would think the whole galaxy would know if the fact that they're keeping us out, keeping us on our home planet. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. It's not even our home planet. You know that, right? It's Nov Cogrin. It's New Cogrin. That's not our original homeworld. Oh, this is interesting. And he starts making some notes here. Uh, Do you know what happened to our original homeworld? No. Of course you don't. Nobody does. Because it's the same thing that just happened to Minos. Oh. No one seems to remember that. Everyone right now is all, oh, Minos got turned into glass. Oh, the Dominion, it got all the people killed. They did the same thing to the cog. And I'm sure they've done it to others before, and they'll do it again. Not anymore, they won't. The Empire saw to that. You don't think the Empire will wipe out it? Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they already are. Who knows? Who cares? Well, how about this? Um, On the... uh, on the archive right now, there are, as I said, competing uh, stories about the cog. There are, um, uh, as I said, different uh, opinions uh, from people who are not cog. And frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't even know any cog. It is rare to, to meet your kind. Um, I could... I could help get the right information out um, with with your permission and with your help. Uh, I could update that information and make it more available to people. Mm, and she like gets a little, and you you can hear now the like the kind of crinkle of the can. You can tell she finished off the can of twelve loco. Yes, and she goes, mm, no, no, I, I shouldn't. No. I. Mm, what is your reservation? I. This is the. The mechs don't want me to. They, the, they the get very mad. They get mad. The, the mechs. The, the, the mechs. Uh, you would call. Um, priests? Maybe? Oh, okay, yes. Or lawyers. Or. No. For, is, for Avia, that is the closest thing, yes. Hmm, okay. Is um bosses they Yes. No. They would not want that would be bad. Thank you though. Of course, yes. Well um if you if you ever It's just you know, frustrating, you know? Yes, of course, yes, yes. It's I, like I, we're not allowed to tell people what we're about, so they just make stuff up. Yes. And then we can't say anything. Yes. But it's all part of the great working, so we can't. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> this trick is very good. Can I have another one? 
Well, uh, let me be perfectly frank, and I, I, I probably non, shouldn't. You are Oswald. I am Oswald, thank goodness. Um, uh, I don't know who's Frank. I, well, off the top of my head, I've met a few, and they're, they're fine. Uh, but what, to be perfectly honest, is the word I was searching for. Mm. This, uh, this drink has, uh, well, are you, so you don't have a lot of alcohol? You do, you're not? Very experienced. How experienced are you with alcoholic beverages? Uh, me? No, yes, I never yes. drink alcohol. Are you? Prospectors should not drink alcohol. That's very clear. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm nodding. And um, we are going to have. Uh, I think this one is 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 the one you will have. Uh, I've often been told that if you have more than one, you'll get very, 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 very sick, and that's oh. not even a lie. Oh. Okay. Well, um, but I can have another one later. Yes, of course. Yes. Well, um, you you just need to pace yourself, is what I've been wow. told. No, I've been told that too. Slow yes. and steady wins the uh, the the um the uh no I know what you're thinking it's um uh slow like and steady wins the wins the um the war like the, is is that what it was I was going to say limbo contest it might be a cultural thing it might be I'm very good at limbo contests I don't even know what that is it's well um. It's it's kind of like um well hold on let me <laughs> let me think my mind's going blank here it involves a big stick is all I remember <laughs> she starts giggling at that <laughs> like, like war yes yeah, just like war I, it might be I don't know you're funny Oswald oh well, thank you uh, I that. It's very sweet. I, a lot of people find me irritating, and I. Uh, well, it's... no, no. It's, all the big people are irritating. Yes. Why are well, their doors so big? Yes, and why do they never look where they're stepping? Oh, you know? always. <laughs> the number of times I've been kicked for you know just from somebody walking around a corner. I would never kick you, Oswald. I might blow oh, you up you. if you cross me. Oh. But I will well, never I, kick you. Well, fortunately, fortunately for you, oh boy, uh, I, I, I do not plan on crossing you. In fact, I'm terrified of you slightly. Mm. <laughs> but I think a healthy amount. A healthy amount. Yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, something feels weird in my stomach. It's. Probably the twelve loco. Why don't why don't oh. I get you some water? Why don't I get you some water? You know, it's a nice mineral. Why does it water. feel like that? It does. Oh. Th- see, there's a little. You, you get used to it. Um, <laughs> you just, you know, it's just like you know when you uh, get a bad knee and for the rest of your life you just have a bad knee and you're just like, well, it's painful, but. It's there all the time. It it's kind of like that, that right in your stomach. Oh, is this what I, is going to feel like when I get my bad knees? Oh, 
Let, let me get you some water. And he and Oswald. The knees are in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and Oswald uh, runs and grabs some water for Vesnius. And someone who has zero tolerance for 12 Loco has ingested a whole can. The night does not go well for Vesnius oh. Rosek. Not a great way to start, um, <laughs> honestly. By the it's time it's rough for most alcoholics. Yes. Again, at best a mixer. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you pour a shot of this into your Jaeger bomb. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> As the next day turns, there is a time for all of you to find rest and some relaxation. Florian, your reading on Void Madness isn't comforting. They say, if you're already hearing voices, seek professional help. Or make sure that you're secure somewhere during future trips through the void. Okay, like a werewolf. That's what I said. Asterix, like a werewolf. <laughs> Wrote this book. <laughs> As you are finishing installing the last of the connections to the Formian generator, Shay and settling it into its new uh, cooling rig slash cradle. It powers on and seems to be working at full efficiency with the weird ribbed bands of Aethite moving with kind of a Simon Says pattern as they all light up in turn. And Mara will say to you, Oh, that's quite excellent. Would you like me to integrate with this system as well? Um... No, let's let's stay uh, on the ship uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, let's just sort of leave this one for a little bit. I want to get it used to using it. Oh, very well. Thank you for offering, though. And for asking. Asking for permission is always good. I'm trying it out. I crave new experiences, and permission is a new one. Ah, perfect. Amari, you are told that your piggyback messages are... The, the, the channel is open for whatever you want to send to Vastplane. Perfect. Still haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I have given up. Amari has given up for now and is just, like, doing other menial tasks. Just trying to, like... Maybe if I distract myself enough from it, something will come to me. Mm. A tactical retreat. That's what this mm. is. We're not <laughs> retreating. We're advancing towards like, future victory. Like Fabian. Mm. As maybe you... maybe if she messages you first, you win the conversation. 
It she did message him first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Several times. But that's, but that's what Fabian did. So you keep retreating until. Well, maybe it's like, you know, recycling. If I keep backing up, I'll wind up at the starting point and, you know, it'll just, the whole problem will be, be solved. Mm. Is that how recycling works? Just the, yeah, it just keeps going over and over. I was thinking more of like Ouroboros and specifically the symbol for recycling. (laughs) Not recycling itself, (laughs) just the symbol. Got it. (laughs) Right. Uh huh. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Bureau, fix this. Okay, cool. Uh, And yeah, you have all got what you need off of Brotogontu and what the next phase of your journey is. You know that there is people waiting for you on a nearish world called Nirand. And you know that a message to Mr. Zinn is all it's going to take to figure out what the next step is to getting to this mysterious Arch Proctor. Whatever that is. But exactly where you're headed next, I think we'll have to wait until next time. Because as always, you can find us online at MatcomRPG on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff so come hang out you can find me on twitter at elliot c lewis i'm an illustrator and graphic designer doing a lot of tabletop rpg and other fan art you can also support me on patreon and coffee links to both of those are in my twitter profile you can find me at the readamus on instagram and twitter where i post jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature so come check it out And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Please, please, please do so. Indeed, and finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always, the world is chaos, so please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.